Do you want to intro the show or shall I? Um, you can, but I think I'm just going to cold open it anyway. Oh, I like doing an intro. Okay, let's hear your intro then. <laughs> okay. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of Ruffled Feathers, a show about things that annoy us. Uh, who are we, you may be asking, because this is, after all, the very first episode. I'm Jessica Dennis, who you may know from the podcasts Totally Uncool and Unconsolable. That's unconsolable. Um, and with me today is the person who's doing most of the work for this podcast, Joe Makarowski. Hi. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to be talking about the allegedly paranormal. Um, no, your house probably isn't haunted. You did see a UFO, but you probably didn't see an alien, that sort of thing. So let's uh, jump right into it, Joe. What have we got on deck? Well, the reason these bother me is because there tends to be only two extremes for proposed explanations for these sort of things. It's either... A, my house is definitely haunted, or B, you're crazy, please stop calling the police. Mm. And what I want to go over is why if someone calls in something particularly strange, why it's worth investigating, depending on what it is for any number of reasons, but either outright dismissal because they said it was Bigfoot. Right. It's just just not the way you want to handle it. So we'll we'll start with haunted houses or hauntings in general because they're probably the most life-threatening because... Not because of ghosts. <laughs> right, but because a very plausible explanation that explains most Haunting, so I don't want to say most. That's a weasel word. I need research for that. But um, some proportion of haunting, certainly. Yeah, a lot of even the famous ones that aren't outright lies for publicity's sake, right? Are suspiciously similar to the symptoms of chronic carbon monoxide poisoning, and. A uh, dead giveaway to that is a lot of them take place in, surprise, winter, where you have a really old heater in a really old house not burning completely and releasing carbon monoxide. Right. So what you get with that is, you know, normal stuff like headaches, lightheadedness, then things like depression, confusion, and memory loss, and... Ooh disorientation which can lead to vomiting and all of that together can be reported in such a way that you know you feel cold spots in your house while you get this deep feeling of dread right you're sort of half blacking out so you see dark figures that you can't right, or really... you'll see like spots in your vision. I've passed out a few times in my life, so <laughs> I am from now from carbon monoxide, but from various things. Um, so yeah, you would definitely see like like floating orbs, um, uh, and and humans are wired in such a way to like see faces and things. So if you're seeing like dark spots in your vision because you're being slowly poisoned, there's a good chance you're going to see people. We just we look for people. Right, we're just wired for facial recognition. Well, not so much. 
me, but <laughs> well, you can pick out faces. You just can't differentiate. That's true. Them. I just can't. Dis- absolutely true. <laughs> but yeah, carbon monoxide poisoning is serious, deadly, still an effective way that people commit suicide. Mm, right. Um, and Weird Al Yankovic's parents died of it uh, because they had a faulty gas fireplace. Right, and that's you know that's the extreme case. But if it's acute and chronic, you're just going to get the symptoms before it kills you. And this is the part that makes it such a good explanation for hauntings is that. If you have this low-level chronic exposure, like, you know, a really big old house with a crappy furnace, and you're only exposed to it when you walk by the basement door or go down to the basement to get the Christmas decorations once a year. The scary place. You know, um, when you move away or it just stops being winter, there's no lasting damage to you. So you can leave the haunted house, leave the ghosts there, and there's no, well, there's no medical history of it. Right. So that's why it's a good explanation for that. And that's why these reports need to be taken seriously, because it can be lethal. Right. You'll also see a lot of stories associated with hauntings. Um, Unsurprisingly, the ones on the show that's aired on Animal Planet, I've forget which one it is usually involve cases of pets going nuts oh and cats particularly um you ever see your cat do that thing where it's smelling with its mouth open oh yeah it's or like they'll be staring at like the top of the refrigerator for ever well cats just do weird things they're they're just they're just strange but when they're smelling with their mouth open they're using another organ they have that we don't that they can distinctly pick up on carbon monoxide among other things it's one of the ways they're better at picking up the smell of rodent urine (laughs) Um, and there have been stories of cats that have alerted their owners of what turned out to be carbon monoxide leaks you know where they have a faulty detector or something right so if your cat's just being weird if your cat's being weird or you know you have a perfectly normal indoor cat that runs away and you also have a haunting going on, you know, these are just more pieces pointing towards a carbon monoxide leak that needs to be taken You want to get that fixed. (laughs) That's not good for you. Um, And another dangerous potential explanation is you're hearing sounds you don't expect to be hearing. that could simply be home invasion. Right. And Not dead people, live people. Right. And I don't mean they want someone, your Xbox. someone coming in once. I mean someone casing the joint, um, a vagrant living in your basement. Oh, These I'm like getting happen. freaked out right now. I know. I'm like, oh, God. I didn't set the home. I didn't set my alarm. I'm like, this is a great topic for me because I'm like locked in this tiny little. Well, I'm not locked in. I just shut the door to keep the cats out in this tiny little room at the end of my house, and I'm home alone. 
Um, luckily, I don't have a basement, uh, although I do have a crawl space, which would be another great place for somebody, you know, some homeless person to be banging around and making sounds. And it would it could sound like footsteps because, you know, the you know, my floor is their ceiling. And yeah, that's that's probably the, <laughs> that's the explanation that's freaking me out right now. <laughs> but yeah, that's obviously also another, com- you know, extremely serious thing. Yeah, you definitely want to check that one out, too. Right. Um, get an alarm system. Uh, ghosts won't set off an alarm, but a crazy homeless person will. Yeah, and I mean, just check everything out during the day. If you have a creepy crawl space, you know, get in there. Uh-uh, not doing it. <laughs> oh, maybe be escorted by an armed policeman, but the point is, right. get it checked out. Um, right. Because... <laughs> you may find somebody's winter coat in there that doesn't belong to you. And it's probably not left there by a dead guy. That would be a live guy. Yeah. And the most interesting explanation, the one that fascinates me the most, is probably the infrasound theory, um, which, if you don't know, is very, very low, uh, low-frequency sound. You don't really hear it so much as feel it. And I kind of suspect... Um, by definition, that's what's below 20 hertz? Something like that. And the suspect Um, frequency is around 18. Right. Um, And apparently that, something about that frequency fills humans uh, with dread, just feelings of dread and doom and disaster. Uh, And I kind of wonder if that's why, so I went to this women's college that was built in, uh, in the late 20s. It opened the first, um, it opened in 1920, oh God, I should know this offhand, 1926, I believe. Um, so we have some deeply creepy basements, and there's one that had a real reputation for being haunted. Um, and, and like, al- although that might be another case of carbon monoxide poisoning, I mean, we are talking an old building with an older, uh, it probably had a boiler down there, but I definitely. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. I was definitely filled with dread every time I had to go to that basement, which I had to do sometimes because there was a bunch of networking equipment down there. Um, Also, because the janitorial staff was afraid of that basement, they didn't replace, like they didn't go down there. Uh, So one time I had to restart a network switch and I had to grope my way to the closet in pitch darkness because all of the light bulbs had burned out. And that was not fun, but I did it. I heroically restarted that network switch and like practically ran back to the IT office. (laughs) I couldn't wait to get out of there. Like it was terrible. Um, And I definitely had those dread feelings. Not to sound sexist and say man up, but was your staff entirely female? Like the people that were supposed to be replacing the light bulbs? No. Um, and in fact, the uh, that that particular basement, the ghost who allegedly lived there had a per- had a thing against men in particular. A lot of the maintenance staff were men, but they were they were at least as scared, if not more so, to go down there than we were. Because of the legend. Sort right. Of, yeah. Well, and apparently there had been like somebody had heard a ghost or somebody, maybe a girl <laughs> <laughs> yelling because I mean, there could be girls down there doing who knows what. Uh, it's not that we weren't supposed to be down there. It's just, you know, we weren't necessarily encouraged to hang out in the basement. Um, but it could have been just a girl doing laundry in her underwear or something. I don't know. Um, but who yelled, like, get out at one of the maintenance people? Um, I don't know. But uh, it, it almost certainly is not a ghost. I mean, this is in Southern California, so there could be, like, 
you know, si- distant seismic activity causing, you know, reverberations in the earth, um, possibly causing infrasound. I always wanted to make an infrasound generator, but it's pretty hard to do um, because even if your speakers can generate those really low frequencies, you need like a really, really long kind of tube to, to get them to make that really work. Right. So Mythbusters yes. tested this on their Halloween episode. And their setup was to use giant speakers on behind a wall of abandoned summer camp cabins, and <laughs> nice. one of the one of the four would have the infrasound generator behind it. Except it was just speakers, and they specifically set the volume below the point where it was rattling the windows, so um, the results were nothing. And well, I I think seem... I think it was a bad setup because I think the amplitude matters. Right. So the fact that they were setting them below the point where they could rattle the windows should have said, "Well, no, you have to figure out how to get this somewhere inside." Yeah. You know. So I just want to bring that up for completeness' sake because there's a lot of evidence yeah. both ways on this one because it's. It's really the only testable one because you can't just go around exposing right. people to carbon monoxide. No, that's really not ethical. The the uh, human research review boards will not approve that one. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, and you probably don't want to introduce, like, you don't want to go breaking into people's houses to test that. Plus, that's not, I mean, it's not exactly testable, but it's not exactly mysterious either. We'll go on to the next candidate for home invasion. Um which is Bigfoot or Sasquatch or the the skunk ape. Um, What's really interesting about Bigfoot is that it sort of has the dragon property to it, which is that almost every culture has one and they're remarkably similar, but simultaneously lacks concrete proof. Right. So while um, our current quote unquote explanation for why everyone comes up with similar dragons is because early hominids would be afraid of giant flying things and giant scaly things because those would be the things that preyed on those them. Those are pretty dangerous. Um, but Bigfoot doesn't satisfy either of those. Um, I'm talking out of my own ass now. There's no papers behind this, but I guess it could be because when Homo sapiens split off of Whatever it is we split off of, we were the less hairy variety and the smaller variety. Right. So the non-human, human-like things were... They were stronger than us. They were stronger than us. And, we are, and we let's face it, we discriminate. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. This was like very, 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 very early racism. Yeah, actually it is. <laughs> It's like it's like police being afraid of and shooting black people only, you know, being afraid of and wanting to shoot hairy people. Who were probably also darker skinned while they're at it. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, that's another um thing where home invasion comes into it because a lot of these reports specifically in the Pacific Northwest are, or even in most of Canada, you're somewhere isolated and there's 
activity going on in a heavily wooded area that can't really be explained by bears. So you're seeing right. something, you're seeing a shadowy figure with a human gait walking in your backyard. Right, where you definitely don't expect there to be another person. Right, it's your yard. You should right. you should know who that is or you should be yeah. calling the cops. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, there's a good ch- I mean it could just be a meth head. Yeah. They do weird stuff sometimes. Or someone casing the joint who's going to rob you later. Or the vagrant sleeping in your basement on his way in or out. Indeed. So, again, something you have to investigate. (laughs) Yes. Perhaps not by yourself, but definitely. Right. Look into that. Um, And the other equally dangerous explanation is it could be a legitimate known primate. Which is a terrifying possibility. Right. So there are plenty of stories out there of chimpanzees literally ripping people's faces and genitals off. Like yeah, that, that nice. is what they do when they get mad at people. And they're smart, so they get loose from zoos. They get loose from the morons that keep them as pets. What a stupid idea that is. And they get loose from research labs. So... Yeah. Actual primates could be out there. They probably don't survive more than a couple years in the wild, but right. during Especially that in Canada. But during that first year, they're hungry and they very bitey and they hate people. Right, especially I mean, if they've escaped from being uh, kept as a pet or even more so a research lab, they're probably not friendly. And chimps, even under the best circumstances, are they're not your friend. They're not your baby. They're smaller than you, but they're much stronger, and they're almost as smart. Right. So another thing where if that's what's in your backyard, that needs to be taken care of as soon as possible. Oh, yes. Or you're going to start <laughs> missing pets and people. Right. We don't want that. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's talk about a more cheerful subject, UFOs. Yes, literal UFOs. So, right. so this is anything in the sky that you don't have an explanation for. Um, and so let's let's start off with the most mundane. Um, this is just somebody's plane who has weird lights or no lights on it. Well, FAA violations are kind of a big deal. Um, drug planes tend to violate FAA rules on purpose to avoid showing up on radar. Obviously, they have their lights switched off. They have their boxes switched off. They're flying too low. They pick aircraft that are not noisy. Right. Um, So, again, that's something that needs to be reported because, you know, maybe you can be the person that stops a bunch of coke coming in. Yeah. Coke's not good. And even more serious but less relevant now that the cold war is not a thing Mm -hmm. anymore but if it's a hostile nation spying on us right you know if they can if if a spy plane could get from you know let's keep it to the cold war russia to here without us detecting and destroying it then you know a projectile could and that projectile could contain a nuclear warhead yep and that's bad right so Something weird in the sky, call it in. 
Don't say right. UFO when you call it in, but you know, just say, "Hey, I saw something." Is I'm just reporting it. That's all. Right. Um, and and definitely don't imply you think it was space aliens. Right. So the other side of hostile spy planes and projectiles is our secret aircraft. And mm. again, the reason you should call that in is because, well, they're not doing a good job of keeping it secret. Right. They need to know their project is failing. Right. If somebody sees it, they're going to, if somebody sees something weird, they're going to take a picture of it. And that's going to be worldwide news. It may right. be on some subreddit somewhere, but that doesn't stop. Mm. Again, we're picking on the Russians, but it doesn't stop the Russians from seeing it. And, you know. Compromise secrecy is probably bad in the case when it's military. National security, let's try to maintain it. Yeah. Um, and on the less dangerous side, we have balls of plasma that we don't know enough about scientifically, but that we know occur. So... Um, Plasma's weird. Earthquake lights, volcano lights, and uh, ball lightning. If you see it, please film it because we don't have good data on these things. Um, I think we've figured out how to create something that's similar to ball lightning. So I, th I think you just take a ridiculously high like integer farad capacitor and you can make a little plasma ball that runs along a uh, insulated floor. But nothing like would have been in reports of ball lightning. So I don't have much to say on this because we don't yeah. know about these things. We just know they do occur. Um, right, but bust out your cell phone and call up a scientist. Yeah, because we do want to know. Um, and the last one is any piece of crap falling from space, whether it's a, a rock or a piece of... Busted up satellite. A piece of mirror, you know. Um, because that, that could be lethal to someone. That's, right. it's just not good to have crap falling out of space. No, that's, <laughs> uh, it could hit you in the head and that's bad. And extinct your dinosaurs. Right. And that's a super bummer. Yeah. Um, and tangenting off to UFOs <laughs> is alien abductions. Yeah. Um. Probably some of it is literal child abuse. Yes, because you've had, you will have weird rapey dreams if you've been sexually abused as a child, and you are repressing that, and and when you try to do uh, the type of hypnosis that uncovers these things, if the what's the name of the person that hypnotizes you? The hypnotist. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. The hypnotist has to sort of guide you, otherwise they don't get anything out. It's very suggestive. So if they start with alien abduction, you're going to get raped by aliens instead right. of raped by yeah. Uncle Jimmy. Right. Um, and another less horrifying explanation is sleep paralysis. Which also is another haunting explanation, incidentally. Yeah. The explanation for anything weird. So, have you ever had it? 
I have not, thank goodness. That would terrify me even now that I know what it is. I, I have, and thankfully only after I knew what it was. So um, the, the definition of it is your brain and body wake up not in sync with each other. So you are, you brain awake, but your body is still asleep, so your brain can't control your body. And so you're just laying in bed paralyzed. Your eyes are usually closed, but you might think you're seeing things. Right. So what happens to me a lot is um, I feel like I'm in a different bedroom. Like I'll think I'm in my childhood bedroom or something. Oh, man. Um, and you'll just feel the feeling of dread and just any sort of random things can happen um it happened to my roommate once um the night after we were talking about slender man a lot so of course that's what she saw during the episode (laughs) oh no (laughs) um and from what i can gather a pretty good trigger some people are predispositioned to it but a trigger of it is a lot of stress so well in her case it was starting college um when I got bad episodes, it was usually around finals or projects due mm. uh, during college. It's always college. Yeah, I just grind my teeth, so. <laughs> oh, I do that too. Yeah. But I haven't had sleep paralysis in a while. That, yeah, I hopefully I don't get to enjoy that one. That is not, I, because I'll, I mean, it's like, even if in your rational mind, you know that it's okay, nothing, it's not, ghosts it's not monsters your your subconscious is so powerful yeah uh, it's like your 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 unconscious and your subconscious are really like i pass out i'm one of those people that passes out like i uh you know if anything weird happens to me like i i got an iv put in for a surgery and she put it in and i passed out <laughs> <laughs> like just because that was strange okay lights out time and and i know that this and like blood draws i'll pass out for no reason i know in my i'm not afraid of needles i'm not afraid of, it doesn't really hurt that bad but my my uh, unconscious uh, my whatever autonomous nervous system I, I should have looked this up before and just it just turns off um so your your subconscious will definitely supply all of the monsters that you will ever meet <laughs> it's as rememberable as a dream is so that is to say it's hit or miss Right. So sometimes, like, I can recall one instance of sleep paralysis in detail. Um, so it's, it, it doesn't matter, but it was at my then-girlfriend's dorm. And I remember this was one of the times where I was in the right bedroom in the sleep paralysis. And I felt like something was crawling on me not like a bug like a like a like an animal of some sort oh god um not like a kitty cat but like a werewolf kind of deal um my brain decided it was a rat at the time those are not um so that's that's an episode i remember and i mean (laughs) i remember it as sleep paralysis but you know someone who isn't aware of it might think that was an actual memory because they were in the right bedroom and you know, something like a rat crawling on you seems like a thing that could happen. You know, you're sleeping in someone else's home. You don't know if maybe there's a rat there. Crazy dreams caused by something. 
And that's why don't keep your alien abductions to yourself. Because that's a pretty weird dream to have. Right. You might have some kind of resurfacing memories or you could... Right. So, I mean, unless, unless you saw it, like, after watching a movie like Communion or Fire in the Sky... You know, and that you know, in that case, the explanation is obvious. Right, it could power be suggestion. Some, yeah, you know, it could be something. But the other side of all of these, and we, there's no reason to break any of this down by category, are the psychological explanations. Yeah, this nation, or most Western nations don't have a very flattering opinion on individuals with less than ideal mental health. Um, So, whichever one of these things is being reported, if there's no physical activity being reported, then somebody is sick or it's a call for help. Right. We need to not ignore that. We, I, it's uh, very easy to say, oh, well, that's just, you know, crazy Uncle Jim who believes in Bigfoot. But crazy Uncle Jim could maybe use some help. Right. I mean, it could be a, it could be something as simple as, well, He's lonely and he feels like you listen when he talks about Bigfoot because you tune him out if he says, I walked my dog today and he crapped and then I got the mail, you know, or it could be something actually wrong. It could be schizophrenia and schizophrenia is bad, kids. Yeah. It's really bad for you. Um, He could end up shooting his neighbor because he thinks it's a Bigfoot. Although you shouldn't shoot Bigfoot. As far as we know, Bigfoot's not dangerous. Yeah, if Bigfoot is people, that's murder. Yep, and uh, that's not going to be... You won't feel too good about that when you find out, and you could very likely go to jail. Um, probably, well, unless you're in a red state. Well, <laughs> if you're if you're in a red state and you're a white guy, and yeah. especially if you happen to shoot a black person, then you're probably okay, yeah. because America, but uh, you, <laughs> it's not good. Um, and... I, I mean, yeah, if somebody uh, if somebody is convinced that they're living in a haunted house and you've ruled out carbon monoxide poisoning and uh, and I don't know how you rule out infrasound, but <laughs> maybe you can um, there, you know, maybe they need a psyche valve. Maybe that would be helpful. I mean, this could be like especially um, if they're feeling suicidally depressed, uh, you should always have that looked into. Yeah, Um, and we didn't talk about it the first time we talked about hauntings, but most poltergeist activity, so in the paranormal parlance, poltergeist refers to um, ghosts or whatever manifesting in the form of, like, just crap flying around. Right. Um, It's usually a child that is either mentally unwell or feels ignored because you know you're pregnant and talking about your next child all the time or something like that right um and because children are more clever than you give them credit for they can throw something across the room and sneak away before you realize it was them 
they do it enough times and with a weird established pattern and you think you have a poltergeist. But really what you have is a child that needs therapy and children that don't get the therapy they need do things like start murdering your pets or your baby. Right. To take it all the way into depressing. Yeah. No, straight past depressing and into terrifying. Um, yeah, so that's yet another reason why you should probably... I mean, if you think you have a poltergeist, uh, look into that. Yeah. Our, our mental health care system is terrible. Uh, it's shameful, but we do have one, um, and it, it, you know, it could maybe help. Uh, it's the unfortunate truth that, I, I mean, you, I mean, schizo- schizophrenia is a really uh, tough disease, um, it, and, and pretty much everybody who has it, unless they have an extraordinary family, will end up homeless at some point. So, and the drugs for it are terrible and people don't want to take it, but it's better than the alternative. Um, so if you, I mean, if, if you have a relative who's experiencing all kinds of paranormal things, I mean, it's not impossible that, that they're experiencing schizophrenia and uh, that is something that they will need help with. And going off of the fact that they tend to end up homeless due to our insufficient mental health care here, um, they could be causing one of the other things on the list for somebody right? else. They could be a Sasquatch. Right. So if you see a Sasquatch, maybe it's somebody with schizophrenia that you could help. Wow. Downer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... Once again, if you see a ghost, you probably don't see a ghost. Uh, You could be crazy. You should probably uh, call your psych. You could be being slowly poisoned. Uh, In fact, perhaps you're being literally slowly poisoned by somebody deliberately. We didn't talk about that, but that's, you know, not in, I'm sure that's happened um, in the course of history, although that's certainly not likely. Oh, you watch enough TV, it's likely. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm th- like, I, this is like Borgia's stuff, but it could happen. Um, in short, I mean, the, the main, the gist is uh, if something strange and paranormal is happening, you should probably look into that because it could be something uh, mundane but dangerous. Right. And even if it's something mundane but not dangerous, I mean, you'd still want to know that anyway. Right. Sometimes it's just interesting. Or, you know, you could use your newfound powers for evil and practical <laughs> jokes on people. <laughs> right. I really do want to generate an infrasound machine, but... <laughs> yeah, if that does sound like fun. Doesn't it, though? Oh, you could charge so much for your haunted house. Yeah, but you need a really long tube. Like, really long. And yeah. an oscilloscope. But I could get an oscilloscope. I'm married to a scientist. So, yeah, they were fun to play with. Yeah. Um, yeah. So before we venture too far into remember, <laughs> remember playing with the oscilloscopes in science class. Um, yeah. So this has been the first episode of Ruffled Feathers. I hope you liked it. Um, if you did or if you hated it, you can get in touch with me. I'm at Jessica Dennis on Twitter or app.net. And Joe, how can people get in touch with you? I'm Joe M. Mack on most of the things. Name <laughs> yeah, I try to be Jessica Dennis on as many things as possible. If you're not, you just won't sign up for that service. Indeed. 